There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award-winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. I'm KC. And I'm Tyler. And you're listening to The Element Podcast. What is happening, y'all? This is the Element Podcast. Man, I feel like we haven't done this in so long. Uh, I know. We have released a podcast fairly recently, but as, as far as like us actually sitting down and uh, putting the headphones on and talking, it's been a little while. Uh, today, we're going to talk about terminology and slang used in the hunting world. It's something that... Uh, oh, that's where the other list is. It's on Facebook. Did you look at it? Uh-uh. That guy, remember, this was a question posed to us on Facebook, and a bunch oh, of people yeah. listed yeah, it on right. there. That's right. So we're going to take the stuff that you put on the Element DIY group. By the way, if you're not a part of that, go join the DIY Hunting Element group on Facebook. It's a really cool thing where uh, we all get to kind of interact and talk about stuff and kind of uh, show what we got going on in the world. So, um Hit that up if you haven't, but that's where this idea came from of like the terminology and different things that people say uh, in the element circles and otherwise. So we're going to cover some of that stuff and also talk about what we've been doing, what's coming up and all that. So Tyler, what you been doing? Oh, I've been um, doing lots of stuff and most of it has to do with either, um, as you like to say, being a family man Mm -hmm. um, or... um, basically editing uh element videos we're trying we've been trying to crank out the last of the element videos from uh kind of december i guess Mm -hmm. um hunting and um kind of what you know just in full transparency what we get a lot of times this time of year is uh, we see a decreased interest in deer hunting as people start to move on to uh, warmer weather, I guess, and, uh, fishing and turkey, a lot of people and stuff like that. So, um, I 
uh, can kind of see that starting to happen through our YouTube channel. And we're going to put a few more videos out there. And then we're going to kind of move on into the more educational type stuff that we really do enjoy doing quite a bit of. Um, and uh, further into hogs and fishing and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully some turkeys as well. Um, right now, we are about to put out um, a few videos from 2018 that we know a lot of people have not mm-hmm. uh, have not seen. Um, so there are a couple of videos that you'll see. You might be confused a little bit here in the next couple of weeks, but uh, hopefully if you've listened to this, you're not confused and you understand that this is uh, these are videos from 2018, cool uh, encounters we have with big bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully... You know, you'll enjoy those, and and then we'll uh, wrap up our, uh, you know, most of our deer hunting videos for the year and whatever else. If we make anything else and go anywhere else uh, this year, that stuff will probably end up coming out at the beginning of next season or right before. So, um, it's fishing season coming up here pretty soon. <laughs> I can't wait for that, man. Hopefully, I get to do a little bit more than I did last year uh, with having a little bit older of a kid and uh, us having more emphasis on getting some of that stuff on film. So that'll be that'll be fun. Um, here recently, we went to the old ATA show, which mm-hmm. if you're a bow hunter, you probably heard quite a bit about that in the past. Um, it's uh it is what it is it's fine got to see some really good friends there though so that was cool um hung out at the cruiser booth a whole lot you know got to see some of chad's new stuff uh some of the stuff he even is going to be coming out with soon that you don't know about so uh mm-hmm. be sure if you're not to be plugged into what's going on over at cruiser because uh the boy is about to rock the boat real hard mm. in the saddle hunting mm. world and it's going to be sick they're listening but we're on the inside they're track listening. on that and if you trust us just trust us to know um you're going to be real excited about what he's got going on at cruiser because it's he's got some revolutionary stuff that's not going to cost a bunch which is hardly ever one of the things that sit, that you know are in the same vein there. So, shall be good. I know they're gonna sit up just like I'm gonna not the, roll. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm trying to put the head, the horns on my head. Oh, are you? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so that was ATA. Snowed a bunch on the way up. Took us forever to get there. Hung out. Came home. But yeah. um, so with that. Uh, you talk about the hog video already? Uh, I don't know if I did. Okay. We should have, I don't know if we did or not, but so, we, uh, sorry, we're kind of running a bunch of things right now. We're actually doing a live YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, so, and trying to gather everything. This is how we roll. We, we roll by the seat of our pants. That's right. So yeah, we've got a hog video that we'll be releasing, uh, pretty soon. I don't know when this uh, podcast is going to come out. Tomorrow. We don't, we don't gonna, know anything. I mean, yeah. we just fly by the seat of our pants, but there right. will be. Saturday, there will be a podcast or a uh, video of me shooting two hogs that we stocked up on and going smoke city on them. And uh, it's pretty cool. You know, Mm -hmm. if you like hogs, man, they're fun to shoot. I will say that, dude. Yeah, the old uh, Vectors put the uh, hammer. Actually, the Zimmer on them. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't the hammer. It was uh, Tyler shot them with the ZMR. Put the Zimmer down on them. You'll learn a lot more about that pretty soon, but Tyler got to shoot a prototype arrow this year that's really bad to the bone. Mm -hmm. A little bit lighter than the hammer, but still definitely in the heavy, high FOC type. It's in that 200 grain range. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like a dart, you know, but uh, (laughs) uh, that's going to be... Tim Wells, baby. It's fun to watch, dude. (laughs) 
Yep. You smoke. Oh, that second pig especially. Yeah. Like, I, when they squeal, that's when you know it's good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that pig was not far in the woods. No. Uh-uh. So, uh, anyway, that's that's uh, definitely going to be something that comes soon. Then you'll see mm-hmm. the 2018 deer stuff as well. We were trying to get on some hogs just a second ago, and they disappeared on us. How do we know they were back there? Um, because we use the Moultrie mobile app, which um, connects to our Moultrie cell cameras. And we're running, uh, actually, that's a Delta back there, mm-hmm. but they've got a new model. It's called the Base. They've done a bunch of improving in the hardware and uh, elsewhere. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hardware and elsewhere. Yep, that's what it is out there in the technical world. Yep. And that's so, funny. Uh, those, we've been using some bases as well. They mm-hmm. are pretty good. But that was the uh, the Delta. And they were back there, so we went back there and... Then they, they were not there, there. <laughs> so yeah, we had the wind and everything. So I don't know what the yeah. deal was, but I think it's because there wasn't any corn when they went back there and checked. So they'll be there this evening at yeah, right at dark, about four o'clock, and probably. they'll be there all night long. Yeah, but uh, we might end up uh, cutting this podcast early if they show up. So For sure. Let's go ahead and just get talking about um, some of this terminology stuff. Does that sound Dear good to you? Terminology. These are terminology terms that you <laughs> don't understand. Things that we say. I know there are way more of these. We've yeah. had trouble. Uh, thinking of them ourselves. And so I understand that you guys have not been able to think of many either, but we've got some, and then we can talk about some generic things that some might not know, but most of you guys will. The uh, origination of this is that Facebook thing. And I sent you the text with that in there. So you might want to start with that if you want to, to be uh, kind of the things that we rock and roll with to kind of get it rolling. So So we've got uh, details of deer verbiage here. Um, this is who sent this to us. We need to give this guy a shout out. Yeah, Steve sure. Moody. Steve Moody. Steve did a good job with yeah. this. And if you're listening on YouTube, you can throw down on the comments if you've got any questions about what things mean or what we say that's weird. Uh, deer sign. So there are different types of sign that people who are new to this would want clarification of, right? Mm-hmm. Poop. Poop. Can uh, you do that one? <laughs> I feel like it's the it's the excrement from a deer's uh, behind. Yep. It's what happens whenever they eat food. It goes through their gastrointestinal system and then uh, leaves the body that you're left behind with poop. Does he want like how that relates to sign and stuff, or are we just doing terminology clarification? I don't know. Here? It gets it starts out kind of weird with this stuff, but then it gets a little crazy, a little cooler. We're we're actually going to do a video series on this real soon. Yeah, yeah. We're leaving on Monday to go uh, do about three days worth of production that we're going to talk about deer signs. So um, why don't you just so he has poop tracks nibbled briars etc i think that's an interpretation of deer sign stuff that's going to fall more into the videos that we're okay. going to do let's hop down to to saddle saddle he says i kind of know so okay so what a saddle is is it's something that you hang out of in a tree and it goes around your butt and hangs you and we use cruiser saddles mm-hmm. um, they are very comfortable mm-hmm. and not all saddles are created equal they're not yeah um, so but I'm not sure if he's asking about that kind of a saddle. Now, so those are the ones that we killed lots of deer yeah, out of. You but, tell him a little bit more about that, and I'll do the other one. Okay, so I, I love those saddles. Uh, no, I, I I killed three deer out of them. Nebraska, yeah. South Dakota, Colorado out of the cruiser this year. And then uh, the other, uh, you could say I killed one out of a geographical <laughs> saddle as well. And uh, it was I was actually shooting from the saddle. But it was a tiny little saddle on the side of this little hill, you know. And I <laughs> oh, shot, a, shot a big Kansas. It's getting confusing. <laughs> so a saddle can be a replacement for a tree stand or an alternative to a tree stand, right? That's kind of what 
uh, like the saddle you wear would be, mm-hmm. right? And then there's like you're talking about like with geography, like a topographical feature mm-hmm. is a saddle which is kind of a low point between two hills or points of elevation. Mm-hmm. So those are the two types of What's a finger? Saddle. A finger, uh, daddy finger, daddy. That's a thing that my kid watches. It's so terrible. So dumb. But a finger uh, is usually just like an intrusion or peninsula of some something into something else when you're talking about habitat or terrain. So usually when I'm thinking about finger, I'm thinking about finger of timber. Okay. That's, uh, that's what comes to mind. Uh, it's like if you're in Iowa hunting and there's this big cornfield, but a lot of times there'll be like a ditch or something that's not tillable, and there'll be timber that kind of juts out into that cornfield. Mm. That's what I think about when I think about a finger. Is what shaped like a finger. I yeah. actually the first thing that came to mind for me was the geographical or the uh, terrain feature um, of like uh, if you're looking at a ridge, mm-hmm. a big ridge system, you've got these finger ridges that mm. come off the sides. Yeah, of it. yeah, that's so, a good point too. Yeah, um, I think it depends on who who's talking, right? If you're uh, listening to um, somebody from northern Iowa or something, they're probably talking about fingers of uh, ridge off of ridges. If you're listening to somebody in corn country in flatland, they're probably talking about fingers of timber. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of depends on who you're listening to when you're and then what they're talking about. And obviously. if you're fishing, fingers can be little side coves on a main cove too. Yeah. You know, it's really just something that juts out into. Uh, it's an intrusion into like a monotonous habitat, pretty yeah. much. Just yeah. depends on the the context. Context matters, right? That's Casey? right. Context is key. Yep. Um, what about uh, weenus? Weenus. I think that's the one he asked about. It's <laughs> <laughs> no. your elbow, right? I'm kidding. It yeah. is your elbow. That's uh, right. Creek, uh, is weenus a bone or is that like the fleshy part of your I elbow? I thought it was the bone. I don't know. I thought it was elbow bone. Might be. Uh, anyway, I don't know if they have any weenuses in the deer woods or yeah. not, but, uh, got a couple of howdies over there on YouTube. What's up? Y'all? Oh, Hey y'all. Uh, so Cree corn, Tyler, what's Cree corn? A Cree corn is not a Cree corn. It's a Creek horn. Um, and it is, uh, something that you, uh, created. And if I can understand <laughs> it correctly, uh, see, I would call it, I would call it a bend or an oxbow. Uh-huh. Um, but you call it a Creek horn and yeah. I think it's. Cool and funny and catchy. Yeah, buddy. So we we do it, um, but it's basically like an oxbow, right? Or it's like where a where it like you see a, a creek uh, for the YouTube people. You see a creek that winds back and forth, and then one of them juts way out and then winds back, and mm-hmm. that is the creek horn, correct? Yeah, it pretty much becomes a pinch point for deer. Yeah, where they have to, it kind of you know funnels them all down where they have to walk around the end of that creek right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, wispies. What's a wispy? <laughs> it's a uh, it's a tiny uh, stem, uh, uh, stem like piece of vegetation. Yeah, I think that's a word you use more than me. Probably really? you talk about. I, like I, the uh, do I say wispies? When did I say wispies? I don't know. <laughs> well, we you? must have said it. At yeah. Some point, oh yeah. But I love that. I that wish there was it, more of those wispy ones. We should say wispies more. Uh, um, I feel like that's something um, that uh, um, I think you're right with like it's just kind of like tiny little pieces of grass or whatever yeah Could uh, be the like thing that popped in my tooth have wispies on them yeah lots of little bitty wispy kind of things that would mess you up but you can't see them yeah kind of yeah 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 they, uh, they're not things that you do when you're talking to your cameraman danny in the uh in the comments over there says uh can you describe a thermal hub you probably know more about this than me since you hunted iowa kind of yeah i mean um i think the idea behind a thermal hub i'm not the expert on this but um 
a thermal hub is a place where um, the thermals all settle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a place that a lot of guys that hunt hill country would say that deer tend to congregate or pass through when they're using an area so that it plays so that they have the advantage passing through that area to smell um, not just like uh, intruders or potential assassinators, but uh, <laughs> also does that are bedded up in hillsides or up drainages and stuff. And what I think what typically happens in a thermal hub, I won't get too deep on this, but I think that uh, there's a lot of like uh, draws or creek systems that end up in one little spot. And so like um, when you've got a sinking thermal, uh, in the evening or something like that, you'll see a lot of this, mm-hmm. uh, everything kind of ends up there. And so you'll, that's where you can find like if cottonwoods are dropping all their little cotton fuzzies or whatever kind wispies. of, you know, their wispies <laughs> or the milkweeds are doing that or something, you know, like it's all going to fall down there. Yeah. There's going to be some people love to say that there's going to be a balloon there. Yeah. Uh, sitting there I don't well. know. That's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> Dakota says we just need to clarify thermals in general. So thermals are, it's like wind, but instead of just being caused by the gravitational pull of the earth, it's caused by, um, well, wind's caused by a lot of different things, but this thermal wind is caused by the sun either existing or not existing in that scenario uh, when it exists. I'm not saying it's right very good. <laughs> if the sun goes down, things cool off, and that temperature change causes the air to move certain ways. And when the sun comes up, the air warms and it causes it to move certain ways. And that's yeah. called a thermal because it's dependent on the temperature, mm-hmm. like a thermometer, thermal. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really just a small wind, you know? Yeah, well, if you're it, in Colorado, it can be big. You know, it well, depends yeah, yeah. on the situation. But, but I mean, yeah. like, oh, it's a like, kind of a smaller version of wind, basically. Yeah. And because, you know, wind is dependent, like you said, a lot, upon a lot of things, but also yeah. upon temperature. Regular so. wind usually kind of trumps thermals, but if you have a morning where there's no wind, you can really get away with some neat stuff because of thermals, mm-hmm. because uh, pretty much as soon as the sun comes up, if there's no wind, it just all goes straight up. Yeah, so all your wispy scents mm-hmm. will rise up in the morning, right? That's right. What's a rub line, Tyler? Uh, it's a line full of rubs. Uh, <laughs> it's usually um, several rubs that you can follow down a trail, mm-hmm. and that's um, sometimes it's Sometimes it's on an edge, and sometimes it's just through random, like, small stem, you know, high stem count, small stem uh, vegetation. And so it ends up, like, you you know, if you're walking down a trail and you see several rubs, then that is a rub line. Does it mean much? Uh, not to me. Um, but I don't pay a ton of attention to it. Yeah. But um, I do note it. So yeah. It, it means there's with, bucks in the area. Yeah, it means right? that. And then uh, if you need to know more about the travel direction, that can help you as well. Yeah. Also, the side of the – which side of the stick the the tree is rubbed, which side of the tree is rubbed can show you which direction he's coming from. Of course, you got to figure out if that's morning or evening. Yeah. Scrape line's kind of similar to that. That's another one on here where um, we pay more attention to scrapes than rubs. I think both of us do, right? Mm-hmm. Um because you can actually kill a deer over a scrape because they'll return to it pretty often. Uh, not that they won't return to rubs, but uh, scrapes are just a little bit more of a social thing than what rubs are. And uh, a scrape line is kind of weird. Uh, I don't know if I've really seen a situation where a deer is running a scrape line. However, they do kind of, like on a scrapey type morning especially, they'll kind of hit a couple of them, right? But uh, I think whenever we're talking about that, it's like, 
you see these fields that have overhanging limbs on them that are, you know, a couple hundred yards long. There'll be a scrape every so often down through there, and that's a scrape line. You might be able to kind of string together a line of scrapes in the deep woods or something, but who knows if it actually means a lot. I mean, what do you think? Does it mean a whole lot if you can – say over 300 yards you can find five scrapes and is there really a line in there i don't i i personally think that yes there can be but uh-huh. i think it would be so hard to figure out in a lot of situations yeah yeah you know, i've i've seen um you know there was a place that we still i have access to hunt still that's a uh it's pretty wide open but it's got like a tree line that goes east and west on the north side of this property and there's scrapes all the way down it mm-hmm. but it's because of the tree lines there. I don't yeah. think that you can necessarily bank on the fact that deer always going to be walking east and west there. Mm-hmm. I know they're not, actually, because they're going north and south to get to food. Now, once they get to the tree line, they might kind of buzz down a few of those scrapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, I, I don't... I think you got to figure out where a scrape is advantageous to be hunted, but also advantageous to be used by the buck. Mm-hmm. We talk about the 90-degree wind thing a lot and i don't know if we're supposed to be getting this deep into this stuff probably not, not but. but i'm bad about that so okay <laughs> uh pre-rut rut post-rut pre-rut is the time before deer are breeding does mm-hmm. uh a lot of chasing and stuff like that going on during pre-rut mm-hmm. what about rut um well if you're talking about rut as most people talk about it it's the uh just raging chasing uh period mm-hmm. um I would assume that's uh, typically right before and right after uh, peak breeding. Yeah, and then post-rut is the time whenever testosterone is starting to wane a little bit in deer, and uh, they still might chase does a little bit, but it's definitely not that hot and heavy action that you were talking about. And uh, post-rut pretty much comes before antler drop, or late season, you might want to call it. Um, Kip the strain. I don't know. I don't know that one either. Now, you might have meant to put something different on that. I, I don't know. I, I've, I think I've heard that before. Um, I was thinking when I hear Kip the string, I guess you need context, but uh, I was thinking that it could be like a, another way of saying jump the string, like a deer jump the yeah, string. Yeah, that might be right. That sounds um, like it could be the case. And uh, I was thinking also maybe it has to do with the way the string touches your face when you um, go to your anchor points. Mm-hmm. Um, those that's are cool two thoughts that so um <clears throat> along on that post other people commented uh jeff helen says maybe a list of names for big bucks toad hammer etc uh mm-hmm. what are what are other slang terms you use for big bucks slob slob yeah uh, slob body you say slob body a lot slob body yeah. toad body square body i use square mm-hmm. body um, you uh been using uh mop head or something mop, like that uh dust mops <laughs> Uh, I like big head a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Um, oh, I don't know. Big buck tank. Tank is one that people use. Cranker, cranker. I like saying cranker. Um, that's that, that's funny because that's a Yankee term. I know. For I sure. kind of adapt those. Like I like saying coolie too. Yeah, you know, it's coolie it's, to say. That's right, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cranker. That's yeah. A, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> what does uh, Chancy Walters has a few of them, doesn't he? A magnum, Magnum. I mega. said, ma- I said, mega. I said, Magnum in Kansas a few times. Yeah, you can't just throw that one around. Yeah, like it's got to be for real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big head. Now that one be thrown around. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's just a big old buck. Yeah. You know. Um, let's see. Mega is uh, one. 
Bradley Harrison wants to talk about the different variations in the way people stop deer. Oh, this guy says slunger. Slunger. Yeah, if y'all have any comment uh, on other things that we should say, dude, Col- the big bucks are called. He also says he had the he had the cova in uh, the rut, which I know how that feels. Sir, yeah. it's not fun. I had it twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, also so, had Rage Fest seven day throw up fest <laughs> you did this year rage fest is a word that we should rage talk about fest, yeah yeah what's uh-huh. a rage fest it's just whenever things are exciting <laughs> yeah that's that's a rage yep. fest yeah a lot uh, of times it's with deer right yeah um and sometimes it can be bad too like a yeah. rage fest can also be like when you're yeah. raging over yeah it's things. like when uh you know like when you're bha and you say something you probably shouldn't have to a bunch of hunters and then they rage fest on you <laughs> you know what right. i mean <laughs> It's funny. Bradley Harrison wants to know about the different variations of how you stop deer, how people make noises to stop deer. Hammer stud. Hammers. Yeah. We'll uh, keep throwing those in there. Do you uh, have a particular way you stop deer usually? Um, well, Hunter suggests that I use the Bob White quail That's version. That's weird, dude. Yeah. Even in East Texas where Bob Whites haven't existed since like the 70s. Mm-hmm. So... Um, because deer love to stop and look at Bob White. That's right. exactly the... That's, that's the it. main reason is that everybody loves a Bob White and <laughs> the deer know that... Um, that's such a rare yeah. animal around here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't typically use the quail noise, though. Um, I'm a uh, gadwall honker is what I am. Do you go, how do you do it? Meh. Meh. And a lot of people call that macking, um, but I don't throw the k- in there, really. It's, I don't really it's know mat. what I do. I don't know if I've had to stop a deer that way. That sounds just like a gadwall to me. Yeah. Meh, 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 meh. I, I think if I had to do it... Uh, It'd probably be bat. I do I do a B With sound. A B? I think. Yeah. Is it bat or bap or bat? Back. Back? Yeah. Back. You're backing them? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to be like Bill Winky and find back, them? Back. Find, That's what I do. Find I, do them back. I do back back. Because remember yeah. in uh <laughs> in in twenty twenty I had a rage fest speaking of yep. at high noon I had uh two bucks chasing doe right underneath my saddle and I was just backing so hard and they would not stop. What yeah. is high noon? High noon is is twelve o'clock on the dot. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Which and is the not the saddle actually, you were in was not actually a topographical saddle. I right? was actually in a uh, what you might call a creek crossing at that point in time, but not yeah. a creek crossing. Not a creek. What's a creek? A creek is a mispronounced version of creek. Yeah. That you're offensive to native peoples when you say creek because. They are the Creek Indians. Oh, yeah, interesting. So that's that's yeah. Are you sure they that. didn't call themselves the Creek? Indians? They probably called themselves something completely different than that. I yeah, bet. but yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, meh is something people say apparently yeah. quite a bit. Nanny says meh. Yeah, that's I, would, kind of, I think he's just like eh, whatever. I would you know? suggest not meowing them. So people go meow, and it doesn't work very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's some people that whistle. I think the whistle could be good. Uh, especially if it's like kind of quiet. You I know? feel like whistles a thing that I see rifle hunters do more. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, <whoes> yeah. I, I can't do that loud whistle that people oh, do with I their fingers either. and like spread their lips out real far. You know, yeah. I can't I have do tiny that. lips, so yeah. I can't really do anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, yeah, most people are macking them and stuff. I really, I think a very like a more accurate version would be like a like a. Uh, uh, but yeah. like that doesn't carry very no, good. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? That's what my back kind of is. It's a little bit of a grunt sound. Yeah, but that's I, what the Mac's supposed to be too. But it yeah. ends up sound like a gadwall, a, a higher pitch, you know, sound. Or whatever. I tell you, I tried to stop a pig the other day, and the only way I could get him to like I could not get him to stop with grunts because I was going. Bleh, bleh. That's how I stop pigs yeah. usually. 
he would not stop. And then I had to go like that to make him stop. And then the other day when you were hunting pigs, I did that the first go around and it stopped her. Yeah. And that was a mistake on our part. So you rut pigs? You rut rut them? Rut. Yeah. Rut. Kind of rut. Rut. Yeah. Is that the guy down at the bow shop? Yeah. Or is that Vret? That's Vret. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rhett was the guy in college, the most athletic guy I've ever met. Uh, his name was Rhett. But, yeah. Um, not yeah. Red Atkins, though. No, not Red Atkins. Um, okay, so Clicking we Clicking like a turkey works in the east. I have tried what? that. I actually tried that in Nebraska. Oh, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, there was lots of turkeys around in Nebraska 2020. We were seeing a lot of turkeys, and I thought – and we had seen them on this property. And I knew that if this deer came out and um, spooked – that I was going to cluck him like a turkey because we were, the sun was behind us and I knew we, we were on the ground and I knew we looked like little black, you know, turkeys or whatever, maybe. <laughs> and, and I thought he definitely isn't going to think we're, you know, two deer or whatever. LBTs. So, yeah. Little black turkeys. Small or whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's it. And uh, so when he took off, I went, and uh, he stopped, but it took him, I mean, he was flying so fast that he was like 90 yards before he stopped. And there, dude, I caught so much flack on YouTube. Not a bunch, <laughs> but like there was a couple of guys who were like, what are you doing? That's Cl- all right. Clucking them. They and didn't I was like, film their hunt in September, did they? No, they didn't. No. Nope. I mean, at least they didn't show me. What's an LBB, Tyler? Uh, it's a little brown bird or a little, a little baby buck, depending yeah, on it can who you are. A little baby buck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's it for the Facebook post. Now we got some other ones that we've kind of collected as well. Um, Tyler, what's a pinch point? Um, it's a point that pinches, and yeah. um, it's a it's a point a on, a, on a map where uh, something something. Uh, takes the deer movement and funnels it into an area. It's the same thing as a funnel, I think, yeah. personally. Um, I don't think that there's a difference that people can give you, but there might be. But it's basically where you're taking uh, a lot of deer movement in a big area and bringing it down into a small area, which is advantageous for uh, mm-hmm. hunters, but also especially bow hunters. I think that you're right. There's not much difference. But if I was trying to be nitpicky and find a difference, a funnel would be a longer version of a pinch point. So you have like a, you know how like if you're putting a, a oil in your car, the funnel has like a, a, a spout on the bottom end that it comes out of? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the difference. Mm. But pretty much they're about the same thing, I think. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. What's my hairdo called? It's called a skullet uh, because you have skull on top and a mullet in the back. So it's called a skullet. Yeah. That's what happens when you're balding. Um, <laughs> rut raging rooster. Tyler, explain rut raging rooster. Uh, a rut raging rooster is, um, there are animals in this world that you've seen videos of that don't understand how much danger they are in around people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see, I think there's a video that's been on online. I've been seeing a couple of times lately where this like young bull elk, he's like a good solid bull, but he's kind of young. He is fired up and this guy's driving his truck real slow past him and that thing just puts about 12 holes in the side of his <laughs> truck and it's yeah. like dude you just you know you just don't know that i could just run you over this truck you mm-hmm. know um the pheasant can be that way i guess and yes. uh in 2017 we shot a deer named nameless on that trip we're driving around and we see this pheasant on the side of the road and we're flying dude and i'm like there's a pheasant and we mm-hmm. get the camera up just in time to get some footage of him and that dude like about near charged our truck. It was weird. It was real weird. He like yeah. went, did his like pheasant deal and like bowed up and splayed out all his hackles and like flapped at us and everything. And we we looked at each other like, what just happened? We got challenged by 
a pheasant. That was cool. <clears throat> so that's and, a Red uh, Raging Rooster. In 2017, when you shot that nameless buck, what release were you shooting? I shoot a Cobra. What do you shoot right now? I shoot a Cobra. Why do you, why do you shoot so many Cobras? Um, I... I shoot, I shoot so many cobras. Uh, I've actually only shot two cobras um, in my bow hunting career. Yeah, um, I shot a cobra from the time I was sixteen till the time I was till twenty twenty. I think is when I started shooting that different cobra. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like if it ain't broke, fix it. Don't fix it. And I mean, it lasted so long. It's quality release uh might as well just stick with it and i like jake too mm-hmm. you know so yep. he's the owner um but uh yeah it's just worked and it continues to work so Kill i like a bunch of deer i like to not uh have to worry about things like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh yeah shot every deer i've ever shot with a cobra with a bow isn't that crazy that is crazy this deer back here y'all know what deer this is if you do comment below if you know what deer that is comment below on on the youtube video um, one guy, this is not terminology, but he wants to know how much you think it distracts hunters, uh, when they're trying to stop a deer from making a good shot. Oh, like how much harder does it make it to make yeah. the shot? Um, I mean, it's something. Yeah. You have to kind of, like, I, I don't think that personally I can like burn a hole in one and also do the stop and not have to kind of refocus. Yeah. I think it kind of rushes you a little bit too, because mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, the deer now he knows stopped. I'm here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I also think uh, it ups your chances of killing that deer as opposed to letting him walk away out of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and you might need to weigh that out a little bit because, yeah. like, if you're hunting private and you know you're going to have, ch- like, you've got this deer patterned. Uh, I mean, for instance, you on the ranch. Oh, <laughs> oh dad, gum it! I, no, never mind. Oh. Um, there was a situation when Tyler had a big deer at fifty. Oh. <laughs> uh, Cotton Creek got it. He got it. Okay, yeah. so you. you uh, you passed the ranch buck at a pretty far shot one time, right? Or was it yeah, a different forty nine? Yeah, because you knew that like you'd have a chance if you yeah. kept after it, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that's kind of the same thing on that. It's like if you're on public land and you need a mac one because you haven't seen a deer in six days, mac him down, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's on your own property or some private you have, might uh, you know kind ranch of just buck let it would go not through. get a pass at forty nine this year. Mm-hmm. Cause he ain't getting a pass at sixty. My neighbors shot every buck <laughs> they could possibly shoot this year. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely not happening. What? Uh, oh, by the way, there's another thing about the rut raging rooster. It ended up becoming a thing that was a lot like a rage fest at times. Uh-huh. It's like if something is exciting, yeah. it's also could be a rut raging rooster. You know what I mean? And we also shortened it to <clears throat> rut ragers a yeah. whole lot. Yep, that's right. Um, rut ragers. When you say rut ragers a bunch, anytime <laughs> there's any chase act, oh rut ragers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what about acorns, KC? Acorns or are, are acorns? Uh, I can't even say it to where it sounds much different. Uh, but it's uh, the the fruiting body or seed, you might say, of a oak tree. That's an yeah. acorn. It's uh, I used to, you know, you tell your kid about it, or when I did, at least I would say that's an acorn. And uh, Jet, Jet forever said it with like a T in it. He'd say acorn. 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 <laughs> it sounds like right. acorn. Acorn. Yeah. 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 They did. So, they ate a little corn. They did. They yeah. ate corn. So a uh, toboggan. This is one that's been brought up to us by our friend Eric. Um, none other than. None other than. Uh, because it doesn't make sense if you're like not from the South. But a toboggan to us is that thing that Carhartt makes that you put down over your head. 
and keeps your ears and top of your head warm. You might call it a stocking cap or a beanie. In my world, a beanie doesn't have the fold up. A beanie is, oh, really? is just like one that goes straight down. That's a beanie. Uh, but it's not a sled to us. Like, I would not see a big sled and call that a toboggan. Do you know what a slouch cap is? I don't. It's like what Cody DeQuisto wears or whatever. I used to wear kind of like a, I think we called those. Didn't we call those kamikaze hats? We always call them slouch caps. Yeah, they they're like a. It's like if KC like, was talking about the beanie being the thing that doesn't have the part that flips up. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but it's got more room in the back, and it kind of slouches down on the back of your head. Oh, that <clears> thing. <throat> yeah. Oh, I thought that you were talking about like an Elmer Fudd, like really warm hat. You know oh, talking no. about? Oh, no. okay. Yeah, Sorry. it's a, it's a toboggan without the flip up. Uh huh. That's that's not that's loose on the back of your head. And, like I said, Cody wears it a lot because he saw me wearing it when I was in a band in 2015. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So, <clears throat> what does Ad- advantageous mean? Advantageous or means... Or what do you call it? Adventitious is yeah, what it was written. How about yeah. that? Uh, so, unfortunate. Uh, unfortunate series of events. Uh, <laughs> advantageous means that uh, you have a detail or situation that puts you in an advantage, um, whether that is in... Uh, your tactic or in time of day or whatever it might be. It means I would say if um, uh, I want to turn right at the upcoming exit, it would be advantageous for me to be in the right lane. That is advantageous. Mm-hmm. It would be. Casey? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can thank Eric for this one. That's right. What is taco milk? <laughs> taco milk, milk is what the result is of... A four-month-long deer season where you don't sleep very much, and then you have COVID at least once, probably twice. Welcome for that again. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> Within that deer season, and then somebody's trying to get you to tell them what we're going to have for supper that night. And you tell Is them, that really? I don't even think you were saying no, that. No, Eric was asking, what are we going to eat? Because he doesn't cook. Uh, <laughs> we can't get interns to cook, dude. Like, uh, mm, mm. these people. I don't want to eat ramen, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. Eric's a good ramen cook. He is. He yeah. practices a he lot. He does. He does, man. <laughs> he also gave me a chili lime Dorito one time, so um, can't crack on him too much. Uh, taco but milk. I was trying to say taco meat, and I was excited about <laughs> cereal, and I was real tired, so I just said, we got some taco milk. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, yep. that one stuck. Yeah, it did, and mm. that's a uh, that's kind of it's morphed into more than that. It's it's a term that can, like many of these, can lots mean of milks. lots of things. Yeah. There's different kinds of milks. Um, there are different kinds of uh, things with different <laughs> viscosities that could yep. uh, that are not even milks. That Another one be. in the same vein. <laughs> what is good? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I wish Hunter was here to tell this one, but. Uh, it's a it's an awkward moment is what it is. Yeah. Um, if somebody just says good, it's an awkward moment. Um, yeah, you might can leave it at that. Let him tell that the next time we get him on the podcast. Okay. So that'd be pretty I, funny. I feel like we're going to forget. <laughs> no, I remember something. that one. Okay, y'all yeah. remind us because that's that story is real good. Yeah, good, uh, good. It's real good. <laughs> it for sure is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one, man. Uh, so yeah, taco milk. Y'all remember that? And um, we might have to make a taco milk yeah. shirt one day. Saddle. We already, we already went one. through that yep. one. That's a different saddle, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, LDGG. This is a movement, right? This is a movement. This is a hashtag, bro. Uh, <laughs> let's dad gum go. I get, let's. Uh, y'all probably know me. Uh, I'm not big on the profanity or even the, uh, you know, really like 
uh, replacement with just like the word or the letters or whatever. But I do say dead gum a lot. I say crap a lot. Mm. Which I'm going to try to stop saying crap so much. But I'm all right with dead gum. You got you to use a word of some sort, right? Yeah, an expressive word, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so let's dead gum go. Uh, it's kind of an adaptation of what you hear my, might hear Tom Brady say from time to time. Yeah. Um, Is that where he got it from you? Yeah. 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 I've He's, heard him say let's dad gum go a lot. <laughs> I bet. <clears throat> I bet. Let's dad gum go. Uh, where'd you get rutting around, Tyler? Uh, a good buddy of mine named Wes Lowry. Yep. We, uh, Wes was the first Big Buck Breakdown guest we ever had. Yep. Wes shot a 173-inch deer, I think, in uh, – it's debatable what state he actually shot his deer in. <laughs> I don't even know, but he shot it, and it's a uh, big deer. And um, – he said rutting around at one point, talking about what the deer was doing, I think. Down there rutting and we, around. We looked at each other and we're like, rutting around. <laughs> like okay. Yeah. So we've been using that for uh, uh, to describe what a deer is doing. Usually rutting around, in my opinion, is a, is a uh, softer version of a rage fest. Mm-hmm. It's like... Uh, it's kind of like he's pretty interested. He may be out snooting around a little bit. He may even be running a little bit. But snooting around like that. Snooting around. Yeah. Going, I yeah. feel like a deer can rut around by himself. Yeah, exactly. But a deer cannot ra- rut rage no. by himself. No, he's got to have another, uh, some other form of life. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So rutting around, uh, snooting is uh, something that. Uh, we may should talk That's about That's right. Too. I mean, deer run around with their snoots most of the time. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the, it's, the, uh, it's the thing they use, they use almost the most, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're thinking with a different part of their body, but they are snooting around a whole bunch. That's right. Pigs do that. They snoot a yeah, lot. They do. That one you shot the other day, she snooted for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that means they're using their nose yeah. is like what they're trying to, you know, the tool that they're using. So. Um, Sean says, didn't go 20. I'm not sure if that's what he he wants to explain but i don't know where that came from for sure i think that came from rut daniels but i don't really know i'm not real tuned into that stuff rutting around daniels yeah but that's i mean it's i think it's just what it means though if you're wondering i don't know if you are or not but it's it means um it's what like people say when they talk about how good they shot something yeah and typically it's more than 20 yards that that runs but a lot of people like to say didn't go 20 well it's hard to put them down within 20 you did it one time that I know of, but it was kind of cheating because he ran past your tree. He still ran like 40 yards, didn't he? Yeah. The Iowa buck. Yeah. 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 He ran more than 20 yards. So but he, he was, went 20 for sure. Well, he didn't go 20 from you. He went over 20. Yeah. He didn't go 20 from me, but he went yeah. 20 overall. Uh, I shot a doe one time out in West Texas that, uh, it was in a feeder pen mm-hmm. and it jumped out of the feeder pen and tipped over. With I mean, a bow? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Eight yards. You can go. You can didn't go twenty with a gun. A lot easier you can with a bow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you also shot anywhere. a doe in Rains County about twenty eighteen seventeen mm-hmm. that didn't go twenty, but she ran like sixty. Yeah. But she died at the base of the tree. Big old moon. Big old half moon circle. Yeah. 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 Um. There comes some loud people. <laughs> Ragers. Hey, we're uh, we're podcasting. <laughs> Thanks. Oh no! Oh, good. Chicken ragers. Um, okay, so one point five. What's one point five? That is a deer that is one point five years old. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I think you started this because people say it's two and a half or three, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, he can't be three. 
It can be yeah. three and a half, yeah. but uh, so it's kind of like a fun way to say, just kind of yeah. go along with that deal. Yeah, it's also easier than saying one and a half. Yeah. 1.5. You can just say it all that way. Yeah. 3.5. I mean, that's what we, I've tried to do some, but it's easier to say 1.5. What's funny is, uh, you know how in math you're supposed to pretty much round up at five? So, like, if, if you're mm-hmm. averaging things out or you're rounding to the nearest whole number, once something gets to 0.5, you round up. Mm-hmm. In deer, I always round down. So, a 2.5 is a two-year-old. Yeah. 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 We're just countercultural here in the deer world. We sure are. Yeah. Man. Always. Um, where is Smoke City? Dan Beeler wants to know. It is wherever the element crew goes, Ooh. baby. <laughs> Usually. Uh, Smoke City <laughs> is, is a metaphorical place that we visit every time we shoot a deer real good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Smoke City... Um, it it does follow you around when you kill. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Smoke City is not a place that stays put. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, uh, HTH. That's Hunter the Hunter. Yep. Yeah, he's aptly named. <laughs> it's not HTK. No, not Hunter the Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude, it's so. Yeah. You love not having him on the podcast, so you can just rage him. Because <laughs> no, he, he ain't gonna listen. No, he yeah. ain't. He ain't. He's too, too busy. Way too astute for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, corn hogs. Uh, that is a big old doe that is mean and doesn't let other does eat while she's there. Um, that's kind of what I would think a corn hog is, or I guess a buck can also be a corn hog. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it could refer to anything that's just hammering your corn. Yeah. Could be, uh, raccoons even. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think while I talk about that dough, we should maybe list the dough names. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Good idea. Yeah. Nannies. We call them nannies a lot. Mm-hmm. Goat heads. Dobies. Dobies. Yeah. The dobies for sure. Mule, um, mule heads. Uh, slicks. Slicks. Yeah. Long nose. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, nanny headed doe, slick snooters. Yeah, uh, uh yeah, snooters for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Got some snooters down there. Uh, mad heads. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Um, uh, man, backstraps. Uh, greyhounds. We call them greyhounds yeah, in, in Texas that. a little bit. Yeah, because they're tiny like that. Yeah. Um, I think old nanny headed doe is kind of one of the things I say a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's on corn hogs. Maters. What's a mater? Uh, Karen's. Somebody says. Karen's. They call them Karen's. Oh, yeah. That would be get work good for a doe. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Uh, maters are, uh, tomatoes. Uh, it's an easier way, you know, there's a way to say everything, right? But, <laughs> There are easier ways to say things. That's mm-hmm. what Ebonics is based off of. That's what's, uh, what Dude, country is built. I was thinking, remember earlier we were talking about this, how when we're kind of tired and talking fast, we'll take four words and make them one. Uh-huh. I'm a. Yeah. I am going to. I'm a. <laughs> yeah. 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 That it's, is crazy. I know, man. And it's very efficient. Oh, man. Very efficient. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're in, you know. It's basically a southern thing to do, most of all. The pigs are out there? The pigs are out there. Okay, we might have to be going here pretty quick. Uh, we got one more term. Veiny weenies. Uh, those are vainas. Viney yeah. weenies. Viennas. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those are, uh, I think the proper term is Vienna sausage. Yep. Because uh, it comes from, where is Vienna? In Germany? Mm, I don't know. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's probably right. Yeah, some Eastern European yeah. city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Is that it? Did anybody else over uh, pearls? I mean, somebody wanted to know what our goal hunts for 2020 are, but that's a that's a Q and A. Probably we will just say that's something else, just because we got those pigs out there. My goals for uh, 2020 are long expired. Is it 20? They say 22. Or they say 2020. Uh, 2022. Okay. Did I say 2020? Yeah, but Sorry. that's okay. I can stand ups. What's a stand up? A doe? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe pearls. those are the Wiener Wieners. Maybe so. They all stand up. They all stand up yep. in there. Yep. Do y'all like cold vainies or hot vainies? I like cold ones. I like I've them messed up as jelly. Well, not hot, but like, you like that stuff to be jelly or water? Mm-mm. It's got to be water. <laughs> I, like sure. jelly. No I like the jelly. I like the jelly. I do. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, with that, I'm the Jelly Belly, and uh, we are probably going to go shoot some pigs. We're going to cut this thing a little bit early. It's been fun. I kind of like this. Um, YouTube format, so we might have to do this a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, guys, since you're here already on YouTube, if you are, uh, say hi to Jet back there because he knows. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, be sure and subscribe. You probably are subscribed if you're on this, but be sure and watch our stuff and uh, like, comment, uh, share, all that good stuff. We appreciate the support, y'all. Uh, remember to do that stuff today. Have a good weekend, and remember, this is your element. Live in it. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit markethouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins.